everyone. Welcome to Let's Talk Love Unlock. I am Aisha and I'm definitely in love on lock. I want to start my podcast with just a brief introduction of how I actually met my husband. Sometimes I forget that we are a couple that is considered a MWI, met while incarcerated. Although I don't subscribe to any of that stuff. I just look at it as everything happens for a reason. I was in my almost, I think I was in my final semester of college. And no, it was the semester before because it was in December, excuse me, November, because it was a holiday party. It was holiday time. And I remember that because I was at a holiday party with one of my, um, with my classmate. And he was on the phone with somebody and drinks were flowing and everything was nice. Vibe was good. And he's over there on the phone. And I'm just like, yo, bro, what's good? Like this, like this is your crew or whatever. You over there on the phone. Like, come on, like get off. And his friend overheard me hearing that and was like, yo, who is that? Put her on the phone. So I get on the phone and we start chopping it up a little bit. And I'm basically like, yo, he got to go. He can't talk right now. We busy, blah, blah, blah. Uh, uh, uh. And I don't know what exactly I said, but I guess it was enough for my husband to inquire. Because the next class, all I remember was Jesus saying, and it's funny because his name is Jesus, but he was black, saying... Yo, my bro is feeling you. What you say? Like he wanna, he wanna holler at you. And I'm like, wait, what? Nah, I'm good. I was single, newly after being in a relationship for almost ten years with the father of my children. And I wasn't really looking for no relationship. I was just chilling, just you know, living my life, trying to wrap up school, and you know, just figure things out. And Jesus just kept on, every class kept on, yo, eesh, my, my homeboy want to holler at you. He feeling you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, what? No. And I already knew that he was in jail. That was the whole thing. Because when I got on the phone, Jesus was like, nah, my bro is locked up. So I got to talk to him. Like, this is the only time. So I got to talk to him. So when he was saying that he want to holler at you. I'm like, wait, how he want to holler at me? And he locked up. Nah, I don't, I don't do jail. I don't do jail. (laughs) And I'm laughing now because yeah, that was my motto. I don't do jail. But I guess my now husband was very persistent. And it's funny because that is just who he is. He is a very persistent person. And he kept on asking, Jesus kept on asking. And I just said, all right, what's his address? Like, all right. Because I felt a letter, what could a letter do? Like, that ain't about nothing. Like, a stamp, it's all good. So I sent him that first letter. And with no expectations, just a one-pager, you know, briefly just, you know, introducing myself a little bit further, telling him what I did, um, you know, explaining I was a mom, And I do believe that I didn't close a photo in that first letter. So needless to say, obviously he liked what he saw. Um, But when I got a response back, (laughs) now that's when the game changed. Because I 
was impressed by this man. His handwriting was neat. He knew how to put together sentences. It was just something about the way that he wrote his letter, his letters was just, it was intriguing. I was like, wow, okay, there's, he's not dumb. Like he's not a typical person that's locked up. Like, and that's terrible because we do place stigmas on people, but that was something that I was thinking like, oh, well he's different. That's, I wasn't expecting that. So needless to say, I was still on that. I don't do jail. Cause I didn't, I had never been to a jail in my whole life. So I'm like, I wasn't about to start. I was 28 at the time. No, I graduated when I was 28. I was 29 at the time, about to be 30. Um, so yeah, so we wrote for six months, my husband and I, nothing crazy, just writing each other, you know, getting to know each other. Um, you know, just building. And we wrote each other literally for six months. He didn't have my phone number, like anything. It was strictly letters. We were just establishing a friendship on paper and it was beautiful. Um, my birth, this was, this was in December that I sent him that first letter and we were writing all the way up until May. May was the first time May 13th, actually, May 13th, 2010, was the first time that I decided to step out on faith. Um, We, like I said, we were writing for all these months and I was intrigued. I was interested. I wanted to know who I was starting to feel on paper. And one night he called me out the blue and that was like, oh, wait, who, what? It was shocking, but from the brief conversation that we had, I was even more intrigued, like, wow, this guy sounds cute. He sounds, oh, decent. Like, what's that about? So I said, you know what, I'm going to just, I'm going to come visit you because I just, you know, let's, let's meet. So I took, uh, took a step out on faith and I went to visit him on Rikers Island. And let me tell you, that shit was not fun because it was just, it was, it was different. Like I said, I had never been to a jail, a prison in my life. So for me to have to figure everything out, needless to say, I looked like a fish out of water. And I'll never forget this girl coming up to me asking me like, you, you look like you need a little bit of help. Like, so she helped me with the form and all that stuff. And I think it's funny that years down the line, I found out that that was um, my husband's friend's girlfriend. So I feel like, did she know who I was? Like, so that was pretty um, cool that that kind of came back um, to my knowledge. But anyways, took that leap, took, you know, took a little van to get to Rikers and it was a process. And at this time, my husband was housed in what is a a building that is considered OBCC. I think that was the box at the time. And the officer seats me to the table, whatever we're going to go visit. And I'm sitting there and my heart is just beating, 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 beating. And finally, a guy comes in the in the room where I am in an orange jumpsuit 
And I'm like, oh, 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 okay. (laughs) And I'm saying that because that was literally the first time that I laid eyes on my husband. All or now husband. Because all the, the six months that we were writing, I had no idea what this man looked like. I hadn't had a picture. I was trying to get him to send me a picture. He didn't really have access to getting any. So it was just... It was a little difficult for me to kind of have a visual. So going on that visit, I had no no clue as to what I was stepping up on. And needless to say, I was definitely liking what I saw. And we had a great little visit. It was only an hour, which was fine because, you know, it was my first trip going to a jail. But I think it's funny because I'll never forget months or weeks leading up to me going on this visit, my now husband, Jeremiah, would always say, yo, I don't understand why you just don't want to come. Like, you're going to come on one visit and you're going to want to keep on coming back. Like, I just have that effect. And I'm like, man, Bob, whatever. You ain't got shit. Like, what? No, I'm coming and that's it and we'll see. After that first visit, everything was beautiful. Our chemistry was great. It was not, there were no moments of awkward silence. Everything was great. And at the end, you know, I'm I'm like, are we gonna kiss? Like, what are we gonna do? So the it was just a few words, three words that my husband said to me that had me just kind of melt a little bit. You know, we were standing up to Uh, leave each other and I wasn't sure what we were going to do and he stood up and extended his arms and like waved his hands in like a a waving motion and said come to me and I know that that sounds so like what come to me it's nothing to everyone else but those words were so endearing so sexy so sweet That it was just, oh, this man is different. And I will say, I wanted to come back after those visits. (laughs) Because here I am, 10 years later, still going on these visits. And at the end of the day, I want to say all this to say, life is about following your heart. I mean... We only have one life, so it's up to us to live it. And of course, when I finally explained to someone, you know, that I was seeing someone that was incarcerated at the moment, I got all sorts of, oh my gosh, judgment and what? Oh, no, girl, ooh. And I understand that, you know, that's just unfortunately the way of the world. But at the end of the day... I want people to understand that go with your heart, but obviously take your head with you. But when you find someone that makes you feel a certain way, that you guys have so many things in common and you build a foundation, just follow your heart. Don't allow society to... Tell us who we shouldn't and should love, who we should and shouldn't be with, and what is right and what's wrong. 
in terms of relationships, it is up to us to decide what is right for us. And I didn't know at the time that this is right for me, but it felt right. So I was going with it. I was riding the wave of love. And I'm very thankful that I have because these last 10 years with my husband, I've changed so much, or should I say I've grown so much because as people, we don't necessarily change, we just grow and we mature and we go through situations that help help our growth. And I'm so, so blessed to sit here today in 2020 and say that things that my husband and I have been through during the course of this incarceration has been, it's been a lot. And I look back on some of the instances and ordeals that we've been through and know a lot of people would not be able to do this. And I understand that. But I'm so thankful for my husband because growth is everything. The way he's grown in these last 10 years is, it's amazing to me. I, I, I'm a little, I'm six years older than him and I met him when he was 25. So I, you know, look or consider him a little bit like, oh, you're a baby. Well, then, um, cause you know, I was just a little older, like, oh, okay. But now, <laughs> yes, I'm still older, but the way that we've grown together, the levels of growth and just wanting something different for ourselves, our families. It's just a beautiful thing. And I'm so proud of us as a unit. And I'm just thankful. I My husband is a, just an amazing person and... I wouldn't trade this journey in for anything. He always has the saying that if I could change anything, it would change everything. And he wouldn't change anything because he always says that, babe, if I wasn't doing this bid, I would have never met you. And you are the best thing to ever happen to me. God has blessed me so much that I have to do my part to show him that I'm worthy of my freedom and that's what he's doing. And I'm just so proud. So I just wanted to share my first visit and a little tidbit on how I met my husband. And the moral of this is basically to just share with everyone, follow your heart. Do not let society and situations stop you from living and being with who you choose to. Live your life, people. We only get one. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast today. Let's talk. It's been real. <laughs>